All right, guys, welcome in to today's episode of the Southeast Tubes Podcast. It is Friday, May 18th, 2018, and yes, we're back with another episode uh, here at the podcast. The last one I did was at the end of April. Uh, that was a mega mailbag episode where you guys sent in a ton of questions, um, and we had about 35, 40 minutes to kind of discuss those uh, and go over some off-season topics in the world of SEC basketball, and we're going to do that again today. Uh, with an interview that we recently did on the Marching to Madness podcast. And for those of you who don't know, and I assume most of you do by now if you're subscribed to this, but uh, I host the Marching to Madness podcast. It is a national podcast where we have interviews with coaches all throughout the country. We've had uh, over 190 of those at this point. And what I do is when we interview SEC coaches or, or people related to SEC basketball, whether that's analysts, uh, anything like that, I always reshare them here on the Southeast Suits podcast to make sure that no one misses it. Uh, so if you only subscribe to one podcast or the other, uh, that way you don't miss either one. But uh, of course, I would appreciate it if you subscribe to both because you'll get more of a national taste on the Marching to Madness podcast. And then, uh, of course, you'll get an SEC Hoops flavor here on the Southeast Tooth Podcast. But the interview that we did was with uh, Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis, uh, moving over from Middle Tennessee after uh, really just uh, experiencing unprecedented success there and what they were able to do with that program. Uh, He built that program into a consistent winner year in and year out. We all know kind of what they did on the NCAA tournament level, uh, winning those games back-to-back years. And then you look at this past year, uh, where they felt like, and you looked at sort of the makeup of their team and the makeup of their their profile going into uh, Selection Sunday, and it looked like, uh, in many people's eyes, in my eyes certainly, that they were a team that, that deserved to be uh, in the field. However, that did not happen. And now, uh, Kermit Davis comes over as the new head coach of the Rebels. But we had a chance to catch up with him and talk about uh, that process, making the transition uh, to Oxford and sort of what that's been like for him and compiling his coaching staff. He brought over uh, Win Case and Ronnie Hamilton from Middle Tennessee, but he also added Levi Watkins from Arizona State. He talks about what made him uh, really a great fit there for their staff. Uh, touched on the returning roster, which, of course, uh, I talked a lot about last year with that that depth at the guard position. Uh, Terrence Davis, Brian Tyree, Devontae Shuler, guys like that. With Davis uh, declaring for the draft but did not hire an agent, uh, all signs seemed to point towards him returning to Ole Miss uh, for another season. But uh, it was a really fun discussion. We talked about that just within the roster. And then we touched on the newcomers as well. Uh, Kermit Davis has added a lot of newcomers, uh, a very large group uh, that's going to really have a chance to make an impact right away. I think when you look at the overall makeup of this group, uh, we also talked about the SEC as a whole. Uh, and then really his takeaways from that experience uh, there at Middle Tennessee and all of those great years uh, he had with that program and what he'll kind of take away from that experience into this old Miss job. So we really had a lot of fun catching up with him. I know Ole Miss fans are excited to see uh, kind of how this program moves forward. And I know Kermit Davis is excited about the challenges uh, that lie ahead in the SEC, which we know and we talk about on a regular basis, of course, on this podcast over on the website at southeastoops.com, just the continued growth 
and the overall depth in this league now is just downright scary at times when you look at uh, the opportunity that's there for a lot of these different teams, and that certainly makes it difficult year in and year out to, to be a team that can stay there uh, at the top. One year you could rise all the way up there, and then knowing how much better everyone else is getting, uh, you know, you could go backwards the following year. It's just that's the way it is now in the SEC. The competition uh, is really as, as tough as it's ever been, I think, when you look at it as a whole. Uh, and now we will see what happens there with the Rebels going forward. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into our discussion with uh, new Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. All right, guys, welcome back in to the Marching to Madness podcast. We're excited to welcome back in Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. And, Coach, uh, to start things off here, you've been on the job there a couple months now, uh, getting used to the facilities, all the places there around Oxford. But, of course, you're you're a native of Mississippi. Uh, What's just the process and and kind of the reception been since you took over there at Ole Miss? Well, it's been an unbelievable reception. You know, it's – Old Miss just has a great spirit, it's a great family atmosphere. Uh, the people couldn't be nicer to myself and our staff and families. Uh, it has been. It's been a, you know, it's been a hardworking eight weeks, as everybody knows when they get new jobs. And uh, but uh, it's been really good. We've been so impressed with the facilities and had a great reception and recruiting. But a lot of hard work ahead of us. And coach, uh, talking about just the appeal of that old Miss job, certainly in the SEC, and like I just mentioned, you're a native of that state. Uh, what made this sort of the right time to, to join this program there at Ole Miss? You know, people are meant for some, certain jobs. I don't need to be the coach at Rhode Island or Seton Hall, but but this job fits me. It, it fits kind of our wheelhouse as a staff about where we recruit the people that we know. You know, I've known Mississippi all my life. Have recruited it. No people there. Ole Miss, Mississippi State people, and so it just just fits kind of the culture we're going to bring. And I've been so impressed. Obviously, I've got an unbelievable president, Dr. Vitter, and Ross Bjork, and Keith Carter was so impressive to me. The leadership and what they're trying to do with basketball, and you know, they've put all their chips in. I mean, um, we're not trying to raise money. We're not trying to build facilities. We just got to to recruit it and coach it. So that that's a uh, was just the right fit for all of us. Coach, great uh, uh, hires there, of course, on your coaching staff. As I see Wynn Chase, Ronnie Hamilton come with you from MTSU. And then Levi Watkins uh, uh, comes in from Arizona State. What did you think made him the right fit for you and your staff? You know, it's a, it's a good question. We, we had a lot of interest talked to a lot of really, really good coaches, and we did. I know it sounds cliche-ish, but we really did a, a national search. And I really was – I was looking for a really good recruiter but, and a good coach who was who was good with forwards, you know, and uh, Wynn and Ronnie's done a lot of work with perimeter. I work with both. Uh, so Levi's done that. And then I really wanted an elite recruiter that maybe had ties other than what we had, you know, and uh, and Levi does that. You know, he – from Washington D.C. area, you know, he came in and automatically he got the kid from Canada, uh, Franco Miller, who, you know, kind of came down to us, Oklahoma and Oregon, and so he did a good job there. So I just thought Levi, a good family man, I just thought he checked all the boxes for us. Coach, I love the inner workings of any program, as you know. Some days I, I think about going back and coaching high school, Paul, even though it's been twenty <laughs> years, but. The, the first day that you had the returnees on the floor, 
discuss that experience and how and what you worked on. Yeah, you know, it was uh, everybody was recruiting but me, and so I did it at six thirty in the morning. And uh, mm. you no, know, because not, not only are you there trying to implement a new system, you know, you, you just took for granted that I did a little bit because I've been in the place sixteen years. Just the culture of our managers, the culture of graduate assistants, and nothing against the managers or graduate assistants or players at Ole Miss. It's just nobody knew our terminology. You know, you're the place as long as we were. I mean, everybody from the freshman manager to the graduate assistant to me, we talked in the same terminology. So, uh, but th- th- they were receptive. Uh, tempo of practice is things that we've got to keep working on. And we did just most a lot of offensive skill development. So when they come back in the summer, guys, and we're going to take our team on a foreign trip, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get a lot more in the nuts and bolts of, of schemes defensively and offensively. Coach, uh, in looking at, at this roster, you know, certainly you've, you've seen this team play because you guys played against them when you were at Middle Tennessee, and now getting a chance to be with these guys, I think one of the things that Ken and I looked at really last year when you looked at this team was just sort of that experience and depth in the backcourt. Terrence Davis, Brian Tyree, Devontae Shuler, those guys are coming back. You had a couple newcomers there on the perimeter as well. Uh, how, does, how do you kind of view just that depth and experience overall at that guard spot, and, and how does that kind of be a factor for you there early on? Well, you know, we do. We have, you know, two really veteran guards in Brian and Terrence. And, uh, you know, Terrence has got his name in the draft, but he hadn't hired an agent. And, you know, he's just kind of assured us a thousand percent he's going to come back if he didn't go to the combine. And unfortunately for Terrence, he didn't get invited there. But, you know, I think he's enjoyed the workouts. He's really for, it's a great role for input and evaluation. Uh, Brian Tyree is a very talented 6'1", 6'2", combo guard. Uh, Devontae Schuler, highly recruited out of Oak Hill. And I think Devontae's had a really good spring. Uh, so, you know, those three guys, Bruce Stevens and, uh, you know, big seven-footer foreign kid, Dom's done done well. The whole thing is just the buy-in process of those guys trusting the process, trusting each other, knowing they're going to be at Ole Miss. You know, so those are just things that, when you take over a new program, you're just trying to instill day-to-day, and uh, we're still working toward that. Coach, you've got a big group of newcomers that have signed on here in the recent weeks. What excites you most about the dynamics and versatility of this group? Well, you know, Andy and his staff signed two really good junior college players early, Brian Helms out of uh, Itawamba and um, Zach Naylor out of Weatherford. I mean, Good players, very athletic. Uh, so I do and his staff did a good job with those two guys. Uh, and then, you know, we, we've added K.J. Buffin, who uh, we signed it at Middle Tennessee, reopened his recruiting. And, you know, just we lost two in our class here at Ole Miss, you know, just had an attachment to Andy and his staff. And, and they just kind of had an attachment to us. And, and so K.J. signed. We signed. We're really excited about him. And uh, Blake Henson Six seven two twenty five that reclassified from nineteen to eighteen, really good player out of Sunrise Christian. Both those guys are just, you know, just hybrid players. They can handle the ball, make threes. So we're very excited about them. And then Franco Miller, we we really uh, was excited to guard that, like I said, was highly recruited late, and then just got Carlos Curry, a six seven two hundred forty pound uh, forward from uh, Albany. That's got a good skill set. Boy, he's got his unbelievable amount of potential. We just got to get him 
to understand of really how to practice every day like a lot of young guys. And it also added, uh, uh, which we can't mention his name, but, uh, but a kid in the 2019 class that we're very excited about too. And Coach, looking at, at this conference as a whole, obviously the SEC I think now sort of experiencing a ton of success in recent years. We've kind of seen that ascent. Uh, you've seen it from the outside for many years after you were an assistant at LSU there for five years. Uh, how have you kind of seen this league progress? Because certainly, you know, you're used to playing these guys year in and year out in different teams uh, to where it kind of is now. Well, number one, the money that's been spent on, on basketball in the SEC is at the front part of it. Uh, the quality of coaches that are in the league, um, obviously the facilities. I mean, like our facility is second to none, and there's others. Just everybody in the SEC's got them. So I think it's just the emphasis of basketball, and, and they have done a good job of really trying to tackle the scheduling part. And I mean, I've been following it since 1965, and my dad was an assistant in the SEC, and the depth. Uh, and what's going on in SEC basketball is by far the best it's ever been. So as you take over a program, we finished last last year in the SEC, there's some challenges. There's some great opportunities, but there's some challenges. And uh, But the beauty about it, but we left the league, there was a lot of great teams, and we've had about three of them that, you know, for sure fire, we thought were NCAA at large teams and couldn't get in. And in the SEC, if you have those kind of years, you're just thinking about being a three, a three or four seed. So that's the beauty. Eight teams went last year, and they think maybe as many as ten will go to the NCAA tournament this year. And, Coach, uh, finally, uh, just the takeaways from that experience at Middle Tennessee. Like you said, you know, obviously you came over there. Uh, you spent a lot of years there building that program up and just the unprecedented success that you guys had. Uh, what were maybe the biggest takeaways just from that experience that you'll take now into this old Miss job? Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, it was it was the greatest 16 years that Betty and I and our girls have ever spent. We've been in some special places. Uh, just the people. I mean, I had the same president for 16 years. That's unheard of in our business. Yeah. I had two really good good friends of mine wow. as the president was as ADs. So it was just the people. And, you know, to go and, you know, to know that, like, the first couple games I coached, there's probably four or 500 people in the stands you know, and the arena was a grand old place, but just kind of outdated and, and, and dirty. And, and just to kind of see it grow to a national program and to be ranked in the top 25 the last couple of years. And then, you know, to finish it off, you know, the, this past year, you know, we led Conference USA in attendance. And I think it was the last three games. We had over like 32,000 people come to the last three games to see us clinch a championship. So it was a, just an unbelievable amount of, Great memories, great assistant coaches, unbelievable talented players, and, you know, just a place that will always be home to us. Coach, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know Ken and I are excited to have you in the SEC with both of us covering games all year. We'll get to see you a lot more. Uh, we really appreciate you doing this, and we'll talk to you again here in the near future. Well, love being with you guys, and uh, call me anytime. All right, that was the conversation with Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. Uh, like I said earlier, I think there's a lot of people that are very intrigued to, to see this program uh, continue to, to kind of grow here and have an opportunity to be a, a regular there right at the top of the SEC. Uh, the challenges are definitely there, and we know it's a difficult thing to do for, for a lot of teams in the SEC is to be able to maintain that success year after year. 
Um, but I do think Andy Kennedy has put that program in really a, a great spot, uh, built a, a very, very good foundation, uh, and now we will see kind of what kind of stamp Kermit Davis can put on that program and, and see how things uh, really unfold there going forward and what's going to continue to be a very, very tough SEC. But like we said, you look at this returning roster for Ole Miss, there are definitely some intriguing pieces Uh, And we will see kind of how those newcomers are able to factor in and really try to make an impact immediately. So that's one uh, storyline we'll be watching around the SEC and certainly a whole lot more as well as we go throughout the offseason here uh, on the podcast and also over on the website. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe. Go to iTunes, search for Southeast Tubes. That way you don't miss any of these episodes. I know they're kind of sporadic right now. Uh, But as we're doing a lot of written stuff over on the website, uh, there's a lot of ways that that you can find stuff uh, STC basketball related over there on the website. And then we'll continue to have these podcasts going up kind of on a sporadic basis for right now. Uh, Once we kind of get into the middle of the summer, uh, then we'll probably kind of do what we did last year in terms of we'll have several episodes a week uh, where I'll break down certain aspects within the league. Uh, maybe kind of profile some players, uh, some certain situations, uh, teams, all that kind of stuff, uh, and look at different storylines. That was a lot of fun to do. You guys seemed to enjoy that last year. Really, that's the plan to do it again. So you can have that to look forward to. uh, And then we'll, of course, have more interviews with coaches throughout the league. Uh, Also have more analysts on as well. Uh, So it'll be a lot of fun. If you love SEC basketball, a lot of great stuff on the way. As another big season, it looks like, ahead for this league so uh, there will be a lot to look forward to and a lot to keep up with here throughout the offseason so uh, thanks as always for listening and i will talk to you guys next time